Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Today's guest has a challenge for men to step up to God's call. But what is your responsibility as a man when it comes to becoming all God has created you to be? Or how can you walk in victory and faith and make an impact on others for God? Well, we're joined today by Dr. Tony Evans. He's recently put a book together called Kingdom Men Rising. He's going to share the reason why he put this together. And he's going to share ways that men can step up to his challenge to become all God has created them to be. We're going to hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Dr. Tony Evans. He's one of the most respected pastors in America, the first African-American to graduate with the Doctorate of Theology from Dallas Theological Seminary. He is the founder and senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, and he's also an author. We want to get around to your most recent book, Kingdom Men Rising. But first of all, you've been involved in ministry for several years. Tell us what got you into ministry to to begin. Well, my biggest influence was my father, uh, his commitment to the Lord, his commitment to ministry, his commitment to the, the, the church was the inspiration that began to lead me down this path. And then at 18, uh, I was involved with an evangelistic crusade and, and, and my involvement in that crusade uh, uh, kind of tilted me fully into the ministry direction. What's been your favorite thing about being in ministry? Proclaiming God's word. Proclaiming God's word is the thing that um, uh, inspires me the most in a way that seeks to bring people to action and not just information. And throughout all of the years, you've been able to, uh, obviously, you are a kingdom man. Um, You've passed this along into the rest of your family and you've got your family involved in ministry as well. Yes, and it's happened very organically and naturally. We didn't program them to be in ministry, but they were rounded. We had a great, tight, intimate family. And as a result of that, uh, they've just uh, uh, guided and been guided into serving the Lord in their own ministry, as well as serving along with uh, with us in, in, in our ministry as well. So they are they are fully involved. Now, moving on to the book, Kingdom Men Arising, why did you decide to put this book together? Well, uh, we started out with the book Kingdom Man, challenging men to uh, 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 identify themselves as God identifies them, not as the culture does. And there was such a big response to that. And then as things began to unravel in the culture even further, uh, this became a sequel to it, Kingdom Men Rising, because uh, one of the realities is that God decides much of what he is going to do tied to the positioning of men, you know, uh, in the garden. Adam, where are you? He didn't say, Adam, where are y'all? <laughs> and uh, you think you're 2230. God was looking for a man, so he wouldn't have to curse the land. He, uh, Exodus 34, 20, verses 23 and 24, he calls all the males. Uh, he leaves the females uh, 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 at home, not because they aren't important, but because he was going to hold the men responsible. So when, when, when the culture devolves, is because uh, largely because men have not risen to their biblically defined roles. So we wanted to challenge men to rise up to their roles that the culture, that our families and our churches desperately need, and then transfer that to the next generation. Tell us what your definition of a kingdom man is. A kingdom man is a male who has learned to consistently operate under the rule of God in in and over his life. 
that he accepts responsibility under God for his life, his family, his church, and impacting and influence his culture. So he accepts that responsibility and he rises to it. Why do you think that there are so many men that are now in a place where they're not kingdom men rising and instead they're, you know, they're struggling and they're in a place of desperation? I think uh, there are a number of reasons for this. I think that uh, the culture has misrepresented and misdefined men into and let them settle for maleness instead of biblical manhood. I I think uh, that uh, there's been a dumbing down of the role of men. I think men have accepted irresponsibility and have decided that they're going to throw in the towel. And then the lack of mentoring. We have a generation of boys who have not been influenced by the right kind of men. And so they are influenced by errant definitions. And we're showing this, this, you know, in, in, the, in the black community, 70% of our children are growing up without a father. That's growing in the white and Hispanic community as well. And when you don't have that transfer take place, then you have chaos that sets in. And as a result, you have the dumbing down of, uh, of manhood. So what are some of the consequences that we see from that then? Well, we we definitely see um, broken families. We see increased divorce. We see increased abuse. We see increased fatherlessness. We see in, uh, in, uh, decreased uh, 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 influence in, in our schools and in our uh, our churches where we're becoming more and more dependent upon women. And we praise God that they're filling in any of the gaps. But men have uh, men have abandoned their role and as a result their their influence and impact and generational transfer you know in the bible uh, god calls men to raise the children ephesians 6 it says fathers raise your children so uh, we we have abandoned that to mothers uh instead of mothers helping mothers have become replacements and when when all that happens that's generational chaos and we're seeing that everywhere we're seeing with the abuse of women is another uh, uh result of of this and therefore a rebellion by women and and, and so it, it it's all over the place how do we change this how do we get men to realize that they can become kingdom men and then I actually know what that role is. Well, first of all, they have to be challenged to become it. And then they have to be mentored to become it. In other words, they need other men in their lives who are modeling and instructing them and holding them accountable to their kingdom responsibility. A lot of times we talk about men, talk to men without the challenge. See, men like a challenge, you know. My big love is football here in, in, in the U.S. And, and, uh, and, and, and you will always find men uh, gravitating to football because of the challenge. Oftentimes, we don't give the challenge of the Christian faith. We just give the encouragement and the, uh, we try to inspire them without the uh, uh, concomitant challenge that ought to go with it. We're in a weird place, right, where uh, people not only are struggling to become kingdom men, but they're confused overall with what's going on when it comes to the the Christian world, because there's so many different things coming from all different angles, even though we all know um, that there's only one word that we should be following. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. There are voices coming everywhere. There used to be a time when there was a Christian consensus and, and a Christian worldview was a dominant influencer. Well, we live in a post-Christian era. 
And that is no longer the dominant worldview. And so uh, Christianity is in competition at a very high level. And many are abandoning the faith because they they have yielded to the voices of the culture. That's why there must be a radical return to biblical authority. Unless there is a radical return, starting with our churches, because that is where the, the that is where the process needs to be influenced because the church is God's uh, authority on earth. We must, there must be a radical. This is not a time for soft Christianity. This is a time for radical radical uh, discipleship, particularly of men, so that they become what God wants them to be. And really, it is simple when all is said and done because it's just returning to the Bible. It's following God's word. Yes, it's returning to the Bible but in a discipleship way so that it's not just hearing about the Bible, reading the Bible. It is holding people accountable to the Bible. And until that level of Bible is reintroduced, then you'll still have this soft mamby-pamby kind of Christianity uh, that will, will be ineffective in the lives of men and in the life of our society. What would you like to see when it comes to that discipleship aspect of things for men? Every man must be connected to another man or group of men who are seeking to be kingdom men together so that Mm -hmm. one so that iron iron is sharpening iron where they're being uh, challenged to review God's word with their families uh, to become the spiritual head of their homes, to be challenged, to pray with their children. So where where we ask the hard questions of each other, uh, because without that, then. Uh, a man uh, will be out there on his own and not having to be responsible to another man who is seeking to be a kingdom man himself. So it's like, it's like a team. It's going back to the good old football that you mentioned earlier. It's like having an entire team of football players. Yep. Having a team. That's what we need. We need a church full of teams that are, are playing to win and not just playing to be on the field. Now, you mentioned it's important for those men to have other men, but how important is it for kingdom men to pass along their faith and what they've learned onto the younger generation? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, in Genesis eighteen nineteen, it says that Abraham was to raise his children in righteousness and justice. And so he was to pass it on to his children. But then it says in a few verses earlier, he circumcised all the men who worked for him. So he leveraged his influence, not only with his children, but every male in his sphere of influence. So every man is to view himself as a kingdom man, as an influencer of all the other men he comes in contact with so that he rubs off on them. Well, that's a challenge. I mean, that's that's putting on big boy pants now when you got to when you got to challenge every man that you run into. But see, that's what kingdom men do. They don't they don't be satisfied just for themselves. They want to pass this along because they want to they want to score touchdowns for the kingdom of God. So no small steps. Let's take that huge leap right off the hop. Yeah, well, we don't have time for small steps now. We got to do a big jump because we got a big problem. If we don't fix this, what will the world look like in the coming <clears throat> in the coming oh, years? If, if, if we don't fix this on the short term then we will we will all be co-conspirators to the devolution and destruction of the culture. We will be we will have contributed to it greatly. For people interested in picking up this book, who are you hoping will pick it up? Are you hoping it's well, just men? I, are you hoping the women in the household will pick it up for their men as well? Yeah, I want I want I want every man 
to get it, to read it, and to act on it. And if if the man is not getting it, since a woman is to be the helpmate, you help that man and get it for him and say, I would really like you to read this and give me your feedback. Ask for the feedback so that uh, you, you kind of challenge him in, a, in, a, in an appropriate way to, uh, to dive into it. And let's see what happens. And at the end of the day, what are you hoping they will learn from the book? I hope that they will decide that they don't want to be ordinary. They want to be extraordinary. They don't want to be average. They want to, they don't want to be regular. They want to be super unleaded. They want to, they want to go for the gusto, go for the goal with, with themselves, their families and their churches. And then they want to impact the, the errant direction of the culture. For people who want to learn more about you, want to learn about your book, how can they go about doing that? Uh, our website is TonyEvans.org. You can get the book on TonyEvans.org. You can find out about our ministry on TonyEvans.org and all the other resources that we have for men and women and the family at TonyEvans.org. So uh, as your book says, replace helplessness, boredom, and regret with vibrancy, power, and joy. That's what we're going to do. That we're going to go for it. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you and God bless you. God bless you as well. Take care. And thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.